Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. I'm going to tell you this quick story. Mm-hmm. I um, guested on a friend's podcast. Okay. And as we were recording, like it was a Zoom recording, mm-hmm. and I kept yelling at her, like, I cannot <laughs> hear you. You have to unmute yourself for like four straight minutes. And she's messaging me like, I've noticed it's going on, but I used the interface and had muted my <laughs> computer. So she was screaming in an office building. Can you hear me? And it was my fucking fault, and I was mortified. Nice. But I'll put up that link. Like, that uh, I don't know out. what happened, but it fixed itself. Oh no, I, I owned up. I owned up. Anyway, this one's for me. Fuck you. I deserve it. All right, let's get into the show. Those pesky mute buttons. That's they right. Should, they should put lights on those things. Fuck you. That's that's actually how I figured it out. I was like, oh, that's that's what up. Uh, no reviews or emails or charts this week, but we have a new Patreon supporter. Hey. Uh, a previous uh, person who has uh, even sent in news stories to us, uh, Zulama. Word. Uh, is a now a Patreon subscriber, and we're gonna do a plug for her a little later in the show. Hey, thank you, thank you. But more importantly, Dan. Yeah. What's the number one movie in America? Mortal Kombat. It is Gotta Mortal be. Kombat. <laughs> $23.3 million, the biggest rated R opening of the pandemic. All right. Um, what's the number two movie in America? Um, not Mortal Kombat. Not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> is, versus you're Kong. not wrong. Uh, that's still... number three. Ooh. What's number two? Oh, what, what slid in between there? It's an anime movie that came out that I kept hearing people talk about. Oh. But, like, I didn't know what it was. I just kept nodding. It's called Demon Slayer the Movie Mujin okay. Train. Um, All right. But, yeah, I kept, like, every time someone's brought it up to me, like, I, you know, I act, like to act like I'm an authority on movies, even though I'm not. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just, I just nod. But that had 21.1 million. So pretty All fucking right. close to Mortal right. Kombat. Pretty popular, huh? For a movie I never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I so never it, went down, like, the anime rabbit hole. No. I know a lot of people who have and who love it very dearly. Animatrix. That's all I've watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in fourth is Nobody with 1.7 million and Rain the Last Dragon. Also, 1.7 million tied for fourth. Word. Let's get into some news. Yeah. Fuck that. Let's get into some reviews. Hey. Mortal Kombat has come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll start off by saying I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat in the <laughs> yeah. same way I loved, or not loved, but enjoyed Godzilla versus Kong. Word. I went it. Like, I also have no love for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, I, it's not it's something I played a lot when I was a kid. I know a lot of people are obsessed with it. It is former co host Mason's <laughs> favorite video game. He is <laughs> obsessed with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat and Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> very yeah. much so. Uh, I, uh, I thought it was great. I enjoyed all the fights and the fatalities, and I thought it was a dumb, fun movie, which is what I wanted. People yeah. are. Uh, uh, lambasting. I don't have. I had to make up a word for how much it's getting roasted that's, online. That's, that's a real word. Was it? Is it lambasting? Yeah. What's that? What's that mean? Uh, like insane talking shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I made that up. No, no, that's a real word. I you know. I came up with the idea for unicorns before I even knew they existed. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> Delta Eight. Um, anyway. Uh, I uh, I liked it. People are destroying it because they said the plot sucks. To which my answer is no shit. Yeah. If you went to, if you went to the Mortal Kombat movie, 
a second attempt at a video game movie <laughs> saying, I didn't like the plot, then you went for the wrong reasons. Yes. And which, that's it. Which is how I saw the movie. <laughs> All right. Hit it, Dan. What'd you think? Um, I was disappointed because, now, I. to be clear, I love the first movie. It's campy. Sure. It's dumb. It's video it's a game references. Wash, sure. It's Yeah. Um, it's very 90s. <laughs> I'll be shit. Lambast. <laughs> criticize someone or something harshly. Mm-hmm. All right, I thought I made that up. Nope. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I was ready for that. But all of the promotion, it seemed like, oh, no, we're taking this one serious this time. That's what yeah. this, rebo- this reboot's going to be. We're, sure. we're going to do it for real. And it's going to be like a movie movie. Yeah. And then... That's to me what the first 10 minutes of the movie was promising. Sure. The first 10, I was like, oh shit, okay, we're going into like families and clans and we're 400 years in the past. We're going to set up some characters who, one of which we won't see until the end of the movie again. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, logic just goes out the window and we're doing fights and video game references. Yeah. Which and is I was like, uh, oh, okay. Which is what I wanted. Yeah. Had I gone into it with that expectation, I think I would have enjoyed it way more. But I was expecting, like, logic and consistency and motivation for things that characters were doing. And there was almost none of that. Except for Kano. Right, of course. (laughs) It was delightful. Uh, I call him Ulysses Claw. (laughs) Yeah. Sure, but Kano. Uh, You know, I went in with the same mentality I had when I went to go see that newer Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, uh, you know, I, I'm probably going to hate this, but I'll watch something dumb. And that was great. And I'm like, yeah. cool. I liked it. I, w- I would see more of this and I'm happy it, it existed. Yeah. Uh, some more uh, background on Mortal Kombat. Co-writer Greg Russo says he had envisioned a trilogy. Of course. <laughs> we talked about this last week. He yep. said, movie one, we were always kind of setting this up as, uh, well, I was setting up. It's basically in my head. I already saw movie one as a pre-tournament, and then movie two is hopefully tournament. Movie <laughs> three is post-tournament. Such a profound quote from him in this interview. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of the things that bugged me in this movie was that they were using all of the game terminology for the tournament stuff. Like, flawless victory. It's like, that's a, what you say in a tournament, not just, like, a normal fight you're having. Sure. Like, things like that bugged me, but... Not me. If it was for camp's sake, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. I thought it was... The only thing I thought that was weird, and spoiler alert, uh, Scorpion says, get over here. Uh, yeah, that really... Spoiler yeah. alert, if you weren't prepared for Scorpion to say that. Yeah, but it, it was, was in just, the trailer. It was in, <laughs> like, a perfect, weird English accent, mm-hmm. as opposed to his normal Yeah, from accent. a guy that they make the point of saying he only speaks Japanese, as opposed to the guy only who speaks only Chinese. speaks Chinese, yeah, and sure. they don't understand each other, but now sure. he said his catchphrase in English. That's fine. And then goes back to Japanese yep. <laughs> for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Josh Lawson, weird. who plays Kano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. improvised the vast majority of his lines in the movie. Okay. Which makes me happy. That makes sense. He was like, this script is awful. Right. They Seth Rogen him. They brought him in and said, be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was funny. Good. (laughs) Uh, The guy that played Mm Sub-Zero signed a five-movie deal. Holy shit. Which makes me think that there's a trilogy and then, like, spin-off movies they want him to be in. Yeah. That's my thought. Holy shnikes. Um, now that we've gotten through the most important movie news of the week, we can get to the <laughs> unimportant movie news of the week, which is that the Oscars happened. <laughs> yeah. The Oscars happened with the least amount of people watching it ever. <laughs> yep. And I mean ever. Yeah. 
So that means <laughs> since the first Oscars that was ever on TV was on yeah. in probably what the 40s or 50s. Yeah. Oof. This is the with less than 10 million viewers because nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Nobody cares about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a you know it already, and I, I made this analogy earlier to you. I said it's like even if you won an Oscar this year, it's like. Winning a game where the opposing team's bus didn't make it to the game on time. Yeah. Because so many movies were pushed back. And it's like, th- I'm glad this was not an Oscar so white, but it seems like such shitty timing for them to make this the Oscars mm-hmm. not so white on a year where it's like they held back so many white people's big budget films. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's the kicker. It's like, I'm glad Fuck a lot you. of people of color are winning awards, but it's like, it's because a lot of studios decided that those were the ones that they were going to put out as testers to see if it made any money. Right. While holding back your Black Widows and your, you know, giant things. Yeah. Very, um, very fucky. Yeah. And I just, I just hope that next year's Oscars... You know, keeps this uh, this vibe of like mm-hmm. we don't need to make all the white people win. But speaking of white people winning, <laughs> yeah. the only giant piece of news to come out of it is mm-hmm. everyone's pissed off uh, that Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor uh, as opposed to um, Chadwick Boseman. Thank you, Chadwick yeah. Boseman for, uh, for uh, Ma Rainey's. Yeah, um, uh, and this was for the father for Anthony Hopkins. I have not seen either movie. I did no. see like clips of them. Mm-hmm. Hopkins is like top of his game, but at the same time, you know who gives a shit. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the the problem I have with it is like they really didn't own it. What they did was they switched <laughs> best actor and best film mm. in the broadcast, so that best actor for the first time ever was the last award, oh. so that they could announce it and then abruptly cut off the broadcast, oh. so they wouldn't have to reference it. Uh, Hopkins like, was like, oh, hey, it goes to the white guy. Good night. Uh, Hopkins was denied the ability to give his acceptance speech. Oh. Here's why. Because he, uh, he basically is like, I'll do it on Zoom yeah. if I win because he is 83 years old. <laughs> yeah. He is the oldest winner of this award for best actor ever. Wow. And if he wanted to do an acceptance speech, they said he would have had to fly to either London or Dublin <laughs> and done it with like their sync up studio, which means he would have had to be there awake <laughs> so, at 4 a.m. Yeah. And would have, would have still been like not in front of people anyway. Right. Like he would have still basically been on, on Zoom. Zoom. But beyond that, he's 83, Ugh. which means he is at a high risk factor for yeah. COVID on top of everything. Yeah. Uh, vaccine be damned God, if he has it or dumb. not. You want to make an 83-year-old man travel, which is the worst thing to do during COVID. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, be up till 4 a.m., which is probably when he wakes up. He's 83 years old. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, the reason he didn't do this is he's like, I'm not fucking winning. Chadwick Boseman's going to win. Why the fuck would <laughs> yeah. I win when I'm up against Chadwick Boseman? He literally has said, is like, I never seriously considered a win ever. Yeah. So he hadn't even written an acceptance speech because he couldn't yeah. give one. So then he gave one later and it was mostly focused on Chadwick. Saying yeah. Like, and like, dude hasn't won an Oscar since Silence of the Lambs. Sure. Too. So he's just like, yeah, I mean, I've been putting out consistent good work for fucking 40 years and i haven't been winning so like why why would i win for this one when sure. when chadwick boseman clearly should be the one getting it yes <laughs> um also supporting actress ya jung yung uh from minari mm. uh i think at 89 years old i'm not sure if she's the oldest but she's definitely up there all right but the first like asian woman to win the category oh nice too, which is great cool 
Uh, one of the funnier things about the Oscars is the fact that they had made Chadwick Boseman an NFT. If you are not familiar with an <laughs> yeah. NFT, it's a non-fungible token. I think we talked about it at one point. Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand it. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I watched the NFT. So it's basically like this 15-second animation of his head turning <laughs> from silver to gold with like some weird like screensaver stuff in the background. <laughs> so you would own this piece of digital art. But they apparently had to... Uh, and they were auctioning it. The auction was starting at 1.2, and the auction, all the proceeds were going to go towards colon cancer research. That's cool. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, but they had to take down the auction because apparently the artist had done it with the in mind that he was going to get the Oscar, <laughs> and they had to take it down so he could redo it without, which, what I'm guessing is without an Oscar in the background or, like, you know, yeah. coming out of his mouth or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing if you're if you're going to put up a thing that, you're going to open the bids at $1.2 million. Right. Like maybe, maybe have the both versions ready to sure, go. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, still, it, <laughs> yeah. to me, it looks like when you see those ads for like making a computer game class, mm-hmm. it's that kind of animation. Oh, like mm. it's not great. Yeah. It's not like the Tupac hologram or nothing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, learn computer graphics at the Dave school. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like th- this <laughs> NFT brought to you by the University of Phoenix. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no. Fuck you <laughs> to anybody who's gone to University of Phoenix. Fuck, fuck you. you for no reason. Um, yeah, fuck uh, you and is, I'm sorry. This, I'm not. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, this is the least I've ever cared about the Oscars. To be honest, yeah, I haven't seen. Any, uh, I I thought it was very interesting that Borat Two was nominated for a screenplay. When yeah. so much of it is improv Yeah. Uh, a lot of people saying they were snubbed for it, but I'm like, I probably wouldn't have given it to them either. I would I would have yeah. given a uh, homegirl uh, an actress award, but yeah, not uh, yeah. There's there's other things that could have actually you know been up for right. Or exactly. had they done like the popular movie category that they tried to implement that makes sense superhero for that movies thing, category, sure. you know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for that. Now we can go into regular news. Word. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Mackie's getting Captain America 4. Yeah. That's big news. He found out. Did you have that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to read that quote. <laughs> yeah, nice. uh, but uh, who's who's directing? You know this. Um. Oh, my God. It's the showrunner, it's, right? Uh, no, this uh, the showrunner and the director um, oh, Falcon are and different Winter people oh, okay. but of, of the show. Yeah, I forget okay. what their names are off the top of my head. But so it's the showrunner. The showrunner is doing di- is writing, writing, ca- Fal- and the director the- is going to be. Directing. And that was the showrunner from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, which ended up a uh, big spoiler alert. If you haven't seen that show, ends up being <laughs> Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Nobody saw that coming that he was going to become Captain America. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very cool thing that uh, all Marvel websites that have any sort of Captain America image or banner, uh, Chris Evans has been replaced with Anthony Mackie, <laughs> yeah. which is very fucking cool. Anthony Mackie says, quote, I literally found out yesterday in a grocery store, the <laughs> checkout guy named Dwayne, a cool cat. He's like, yo, man, is this real? And holds up a cell phone with the announcement. Uh, I'm like, I haven't heard anything, but that's what I love about work, working for Marvel. They call you. They're like, come to L.A. We want to tell you what's going on. So I'm excited to see what happens, but I haven't heard anything. So they announced it before he found out. Just, you know. Yeah. I guess when you have the actors under contract, it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. you're under contract well, for like, 12 fucking movies. Yeah, and the, the more of them over time that keep like spilling shit 
that they're not supposed to. They're just like, all right, what's what's the least amount of information we can give them and when? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but the story of Anthony Mackie finding out any of this was uh, Chris Evans had gotten the script for Endgame and then <laughs> yeah. raced over to Anthony Mackie's house and like when he answered the door, like grab him and shook him. He's like, did you see you're going to be Captain America? Cause he hangs <laughs> on the shield. Then Mac is like, I haven't gotten my script yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the, like, the... You just ruined it. You yeah. ruined my moment. Thank you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. I like, um, what was it? Uh, Facebook, the official Captain uh-huh. America one. Uh, they just, they put up the, the Sam Wilson banner, like him in the suit, Hallelujah. uh, on Twitter. It's the same like banner, mm-hmm. but they put for the bio. It just says on your left. Oh, nice. I like that. Which is really nice. Um, and then the Instagram uh-huh. uh, official one, um, I guess because they don't really have like banners because right. it's a picture format. So it's just the, it's the picture of like the shield is the, right. you know, is the, the actual you know, face logo, or whatever yeah. logo. Um, and then they put up like a story saying like, hey, just in, in case you were worried, you weren't going to be seeing Chris Evans's face anymore. Like, don't be worried. We're, we're going to be sharing this space. And in the bio, it's like Captain America, like hashtag Steve Rogers plus hashtag Sam Wilson. Got it. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So they've been, post- they've been posting a bunch of Sam Wilson stuff, but also like memes of the both of them of like, sure. yeah, like uh, Steve and Bucky. Yeah in world war two and then sam and bucky at the end of the show sure. <laughs> like both of them wearing captain america sure. outfits yeah uh, the, uh there was a marvel insider that leaked this is unconfirmed that like it uh whatever happens with the return of chris evans he will not be in captain america for they have other plans for him okay which is interesting i want him to be on the moon so bad he's gonna be on the moon there's no <laughs> there's no the fans will not allow him to not be on the moon at this yeah. point he like, must why be on mention the moon it twice <laughs> i thought he was on the moon yeah he's gonna be on the moon they said steve's gone not steve's dead he's mm-hmm. on the moon. he's gone on the moon uh <laughs> all right <laughs> here we go uh the first images are out no trailer yet for the tomorrow war Okay. Uh, this is yeah, a Chris I, Pratt-led movie, which I hope is not like Passengers. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw the like the picture in the headline, but I didn't read any further. It's um July second on Amazon. I'm gonna yawn right in the middle of the story. Hold on. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> we love you, Chris Pratt. Yeah. No, this this is how much I don't care about this movie, but it, it, and here's why. So it's a a movie about there's a giant war in 2053. Okay. between like a bunch of aliens come to earth and there's an earth alien war okay. and we're losing and they figured out time travel and they're like the way they're going to win the war is they won't go back and they're recruiting people to come into the future and fight okay and my answer is like so they're not trying to prevent the war from happening that's my problem <laughs> that's my problem with this fucking movie <laughs> that's my problem so are they using like like end game time travel logic where like they can't prevent the their present from happening they can only bring in reinforcements maybe because otherwise if they prevented it that's just a separate timeline where it didn't happen but it's still happening here that's something i could think of but like if if it's on regular timeline (laughs) movie mentality it's like give us all your weapons you have in the future right now train us how the aliens work like everything you've learned through the war and we'll kick their asses (laughs) Yeah. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited uh, to hate this movie. July well, 2nd. I, mean, I, I guess that makes the, the trifecta. So we'll have like your Terminator style 
stopping the war by going back into the past. Mm-hmm. We've got your edge of tomorrow, which is constantly resetting the present. Sure. <laughs> and then now we'll have bringing the past into the future. Sure. Long crawl side. Uh, yeah. Dumb. <laughs> choose your time travel style for your war movie very fucking stupid <laughs> dang you know what i like i like enamel pins and acrylic earrings <laughs> right. i like them so much oh word i like them when they're laser cut at home mm-hmm. i like when they're funky little pins of macaroons and such oh those are the best kinds i like little cute things that decorate my house and so i go to oh, blooms and moonlight.com <laughs> don't step on the address hold <laughs> sorry. on sorry wait do it do it Let's get a clean one. So I go to bloomsandmoonlight.com. Where exactly is that how it sounds. Bloomsandmoonlight.com. Bloomsandmoonlight.com. That's what it is. It's bloomsandmoonlight.com. All right. And that's where I get my funky enamel pins and my acrylic earrings. Fantastic. All right, moving on. <clears throat> uh, Russell Crowe has confirmed mm-hmm. that he's Zeus in Love and Thunder. Okay. Which is weird. I didn't think they were going to do Greek gods. Oh, yeah, that's... But the, the right. Marvel Zeus. Oh, uh, maybe they're teeing up if they want to introduce, like, a Hercules as, sure. like, a Savage Avengers character sure. lately. Something All right. Like that. All right. Uh, but that's funny, because, you know, Zeus is the god of, you know, lightning. Yeah. Thor is the god of thunder. I'm excited to see them fight. <laughs> yeah. A lot of lightning fighting. God maybe. of hammers. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you Thor? God of hammers? <laughs> I want my mummy. That's, that's a father reference. <laughs> People will get that if they've seen the father. Yeah. That's Anthony Hopkins. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it'd be like funny if Thor's like all lightning up and Zeus just like takes it away from him. He's like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm in control of this. Uh, just powers him up. I ho- uh, I like it because Russell Th- Crowe is real thick right now. Mm. So it's funny because Thor won't be bro Thor, but we are going to get bro Russell Crowe. Oh, oh, bro, Russell Crowe. That's R- the name Russell of this bro. episode. Oh, Russell Bro. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Russell Bro. Um, uh, speaking of time travel movies, Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Was that the name of that movie? Yeah, or Live, Die, Repeat. I'm glad it's or Live, Die, Repeat. Or All You Need Is Kill, which right. was the book title, I think. Well, let's call it uh, Live, Die, Repeat because there's a new movie called Edge of Tomorrow coming out. <laughs> All right. I guess and they felt is, that one was available again. And it is, right? It is a historical, like, British film. And it's, like, there's, like, a little controversy over because it it's, like, British actors. Uh, it's a British, you know, theme movie, but it's going to release in America first. Uh, okay. I, I even forget the historical figure it's based on. It's I think his name is Brooks. He's, like, this explorer. Um, it's st- The reason I got excited at first was it's starring Jonathan Reese Myers and Dominic Monaghan, respectively, okay. King Henry from The Tudors and A Hobbit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was excited about that. Uh, and then I saw the trailer for it. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, I, I guess, the, you know, I am always trying... <laughs> I won't. Let me rephrase. I'm not always trying to better myself in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but I am trying to be a more sensitive person. And, like, all I could think watching this trailer was this is the worst white savior shit I have ever seen mm. in my life. It is, like, this white English old-timey expedition into like some jungle and at one point all the people are just bowing to jonathan reese myers as he saves them with guns like it is the worst guns and jesus right it is very much so oh boy they're literally making him a white savior of the movie. I'm like, I, I'm already pissed off watching this because I really want to see more of this actor. Oh, man, we, we literally just got rid of one of those in the world. White saviors? <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. Prince Philip. Oh, yeah, there we go. Sure. <laughs> but that's a, I mean, a literal 
colonizer. Sure. And that's (laughs) exactly what this is. (laughs) And took over brown people. Like, he has to, (laughs) at one point, he's talking to us, like, I'm not here to enslave you. I'm just here to explore. And then the next scene is them all bowing to him. Like, it is so (laughs) tone deaf. Yeah. And I'm so angry about it. We're just going to draw borders on a map and put our flag somewhere in the I have brought you capitalism, (laughs) smallpox, (laughs) and sexual assault. Oh, boy. Alright, uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's still happening? It's still happening, but they have replaced the director. Ooh. Adam Shankman was originally going to do it. Uh, he's being replaced with filmmaker and choreography Ann Fletcher. Uh, okay. So one, good. Yeah, we don't right. need any more directors. Two, uh, my first thought when I'm reading the story, I'm like, great, him and Bette Midler don't like each other. That yeah, has to be my, exactly my first thought. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who, but there is one friend of the show <laughs> who has told me that Bette Midler is the worst human to work with. Sucks. She is the absolute worst person that this friend of the show has ever worked with and would never work with her again. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Bette Midler sucks. Uh, but it's because Adam Shankman had done the movie Enchanted, and they're doing okay. the sequel called Disenchanted, mm-hmm. which I like. This fixes yeah. kind of the now you see me, now you don't thing. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, Instead of calling Enchanted 2, call it Disenchanted. I love it. Uh, yep. But there's a schedule problems, and he's already under contract, so he's not going to be doing Hocus Pocus 2. Okay. Also, another Disney sequel. Who's who, so? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Also, did you know they're making a Now You See Me three? Yeah. And it's still not called Now You Don't. Yep. It, it, like I would yeah, go. We see... talked about that uh, last week. It did was we? one of the uh, Mattel movies. Oh, or the, I don't know. it was. Yeah, it was one not of the, the guys list. making one of the Mattel movies. Is like also everything subconscious. Script. I think everything's original, even more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the same guy doing like San Andreas two. Sure. Which, like, yeah, sure, I guess we need that, but too. But I would go see it if it was called Now You Don't, just based on mm-hmm. the, the title. But now I'm not going to go see it, because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what I have to <laughs> say like about third that. third time's the charm, and you still fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's time for Dan News. You know it now. Hey. So, what do you know about 80-year-old reviews? Um, I know... <laughs> For a fact <laughs> that today, today, Paddington 2 has a higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes than Citizen King. Yes. I fucked this up. We were going to do this a certain way, and I, I'm just realizing now that I fucked this up. That's all right. All right. So Fair. Keeping it in. Yeah, keeping it in. I'm not doing any editing. Uh, I was on um, former co-host Mason, bring him up again, his uh, Twitter, and he's like, great. I'm so glad I learned so much about Citizen Kane in college <laughs> because now Paddington 2 is higher rated than it. Yeah. I thought that was the um, that was going to be our news to lighten the moods, and then I switched it so that you could <laughs> do this list. Yeah. Uh, so all the some of the particulars. Hit me. Um, so uh, Citizen Kane has 116 reviews on uh, t- Rotten Tomatoes, and 115 of them is positive and one is negative. The one that was negative uh, was published 80 years ago by the Chicago Tribune under the headline, Citizen Kane fails to impress critic as greatest ever filmed. Sure. Um, uh, A highlight from the review was, uh, you've heard a lot about this picture and I see by the ads that some experts think it's the greatest movie ever made. I don't. It's interesting. It's different. In fact, it's bizarre enough to become a museum piece. But it's it's sacrifice of simplicity to eccentricity robs it of its distinction and general entertainment value. Sure. So. I don't like it. Not fresh. I think it's dumb. I think it's a dumb movie. So, 
I, I come at over, me, motherfuckers. Yeah, hopped over to Rotten Tomatoes to see what other what movies actually do have still have a hundred percent and it's a critic score, okay, not audience score. Okay, how many have it? Uh, a bunch. It okay. was it was an alphabetical list, maybe twenty, twenty five, something like that. So not not a ton, but not a handful. Uh, here's a couple of my favorites from the list, though. Uh, Twelve Angry Men, the original. Because uh-huh. that's a phenomenal movie. Wait, from this list, I'm going to pick my favorite, and you do the same thing. Yeah. All right. So we got 12 Angry Men, uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood, the 1938 one starring Errol Flynn. Right. Uh, which was probably uh, one of the, the last <laughs> best serious version of that. Sure. <laughs> I'd say Men in Tights, but that doesn't really count. Right. Uh, cool Hand Luke. Was okay. on that list. Yeah. Uh, 1931's Star Frankenstein. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein, the Boris Karloff one. Right. Uh, one surprised me, Man on Wire from 2008. Okay. Uh, Paddington 2. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Um, Pinocchio. Searching for like Bobby. the Disney one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, searching for Bobby Fisher from 1993. Oh, remind me to bring up a point for Searching for Bobby Fisher, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, the original Kurosawa Seven Samurai uh, uh-huh. from 1956, uh, Singing in the Rain, The Terminator, not T2, the first one, that's has 100%. A, that's absurd. <laughs> and Toy Story 1 and 2. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the Toy Stories. <laughs> All right, so your favorite on that list. One, two, three. Frankenstein. <laughs> I'll watch Frankenstein, the original one, over and over again. Yeah. Okay, I went down a weird rabbit hole like two <laughs> nights ago on Bobby Fischer. Yeah. Because I saw that, that movie pop up somewhere. I'm like, man, I remember seeing it long ago, but I don't quite remember the plot, so I did the plot. Mm-hmm. And I found out that the movie has absolutely nothing to do with actual Bobby Fischer, the chess prodigy. Uh, and he fucking hates that his name was on that movie because he didn't get any money for it and oh. that's anytime so he would sell his name like instead of being the famous chess prodigy people would be like oh i guess oh, i, I found you <laughs> oh <laughs> that sucks yeah <laughs> and then i found out his life story is crazy because he was like an enemy of the united states for a while whoa because like basically he was this chess prodigy who like gave up in the prime mm-hmm. because he was like bored with the game and then like he wanted to reclaim reclaim his like world champion title yeah. in Yugoslavia against this Russian guy that like mm. at, the, at the time he would have been the world champion. Yeah. But the U S had an embargo on uh, mm. stuff. And they're like, if you go if there, you can't go to compete and you have an event, like you're crossing the embargo line and then you're an enemy of the United States. He did it. And then they revoked his passport. And then he had to like find asylum places like Assange wow. style. Wow. It was very bizarre. Like, if you get a chance, just look up Bobby Fischer's life history, and it will fuck you up. That's fucking nuts. And, like, his estate was worth, like, two million bucks at the time of his death. But, mm. like, so many people were coming after it. The U.S. was coming after it for unpaid taxes. This lady who said, like, uh, fathered her child, but that was found to be fraudulent, like, came after it. It's <laughs> wow. such a cool... Like, I want a Bobby Fischer movie that has nothing to do with the little kids playing chess. Just about, like, afterwards. Yeah. Very fucking bizarre. Wow. Just call it We Found Bobby Fisher. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, I've got Finding one other Bobby thing. Fisher. Oh, hit me. Uh, that you might also have. I hadn't checked with you about this. Okay. Uh, it's about a upcoming Blu-ray release. Oh, it is. Don't bring that up. Okay. <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> That's right. the new news to lighten the moods. Good. All right. All right. Uh, but in the meantime... <laughs> 
why the fuck do we need this in the world? This isn't about a movie. This is about an ideal. Okay. And here's the thing. It's Captain America. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's all about Captain America. Um, all right. So I'm 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 not educated enough to make a decision on this, and I'm mm. letting other people who have more dogs in the fight and are smarter than me deal with it. But Twitter poll. So I'm no never. <laughs> uh, I can't really. I think I might have brought it up in a previous episode, but like Will Smith is making a um a, a, a movie about slavery called Emancipation. Okay. Uh, and it's like he like it's his money on the line. Him and a producer are making it, and they had pulled the money and the production out of Georgia, based okay. on the the new laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying you know what, and like they're encouraging more studios and more films. Like, hey, we have to boycott Georgia. Yeah. And Georgia, they film a lot of shit in Georgia. A lot of mm-hmm. Marvel shit in Georgia. Like a lot oh, of stuff. Yeah. You know, Captain uh, uh, Captain America, uh, the, yeah, Winter Soldier. Fun. Yeah. Winter Captain Falcon. America, boy, the Winter Falcon <laughs> yeah. show. <laughs> Sam Bucky Call! show. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, and I was all like, hell yeah. And then someone brought up to me that Stacey Abrams has been out there and being like, this is not the right way to go about this because the only thing you're doing is Mm. that people in Georgia that need these jobs and need that income don't get them. Mm. Like this, like all this boycotting you're doing might not help change policies at all. Hmm. And like, I don't know enough about this. So like, I need to read up on it. Uh, People are sending me links now, which is something I should actually follow up on. Uh, Yeah. But but like, yeah. Isn't that kind of like, um, what do we call it? Uh, Sanctions. Like that's what we do to other countries. Sure. Like it, it's, we're not like send, not sending supplies or doing trade with another country doesn't hurt the government. It hurts the people who will then hopefully vote somebody else in. So that they can, you know, work with the other countries and get those sanctions lifted. Right. Like, but so the, it's, but the point it's is like sanctions is... on a state instead right. of another country. Right. But I think maybe that's a, like a maybe might be a privileged point of view because it's specifically yeah. going to hurt, you know, people of color in Georgia who yeah. work on films. Yeah. Well, that that's what I mean. It's like that's that's always been a weird gray area for me too. It's sure. like are sanctions in even for other countries good? Right. Like it's it's yeah. Kind let's of the fuck same. over Russia and all the poor people in Russia. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, like yeah, we hate Putin, so let's fuck all our, all of his citizens. So you know? I'm gonna be watching with great interest what happens with emancipation. Yeah. Also, I specifically thought that Will Smith was not do- had passed on Django because he was the first choice mm. because he didn't want to do that style of movie. And, yeah. But maybe this script is just so good. Yeah. You know, he I mean because again, like he's not just in this movie, he's fucking making it and like he is 50% of the decision to be like we're pulling this film out of Georgia. Yeah. Well, maybe it's uh, yeah, cuz Django was a, a little less serious about. How do you figure? <laughs> I don't understand. So, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it wasn't the subject matter, which is I mean, you had my curiosity, Dan, but now you have my attention. <laughs> but uh anyway, if anyone out there has uh any point of view on this, this is something I want to talk about every week now. I want to yeah. know. Also, Scientology kind of does slavery, so maybe yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, I forgot he's a Scientologist. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Right. Yeah. So sure. all right. Thanks There's a lot Smith. of things. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get our cease and desist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm an SP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, special person, right? Yep. All right. That was fun. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you have a thought on that, or if you find articles, or like you want to help educate us, not that it's your job to educate us, but if yeah. you have an opinion and you want to say, uh, let us know. Maybe we'll bring you on the show and we'll talk about it. Word. 
time to lighten the mood before we go. Yeah. Howard the Duck is getting released on 4K in mid-July. Yeah. Howard the motherfucking duck, one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. Trapped in a world he never made. Yeah. Howard the motherfucking duck. If you have never seen this movie, <laughs> you are denying yourself exquisite just, bliss. It's just one of the basic human pleasures in life. Dan, do me a favor. Look up <laughs> watching the, uh, George the cat, Lucas's yeah, failure downfall. <laughs> 1986. Look up the cast and tell me who plays Jennings real quick, who ends up being the antagonist of the movie. Because I was talk about him for a second. So I am first and foremost, I'm a gigantic Leah Thompson fan. And, like, uh, one time she, like, liked one of my tweets and I lost my fucking shit. I'm already a star fucker, but that one fucking got me. I fucking love Leah Thompson. She was uh, Marty McFly's mom and sometimes girlfriend in Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sometimes girlfriend. Uh, (laughs) When you look at the Howard the Duck costume, it looks familiar because it's the same technology as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles outfits were based on the technology they built for this. Uh, yeah, which who, is uh, all, uh, was it Jim Henson Creature Shop? Yeah, it was all Jim yeah. Henson Creature Shop. Who played Jennings? Uh, Jeffrey Jones. Thank you. Jeffrey Jones, the principal. Is Yeah, he's from, he's got the kind of face of the guy you're like, oh yeah, I know him from 10,000 things yeah, and I he, love him in every one of them. He's the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yep, but also a convicted sex offender and ooh. pedophile, uh, which makes me glad that I hate him. Oh, all right. So there's... there's yeah, I was going to say, he was also in Beetlejuice. He was in Beetlejuice. And, he was uh, Lydia's dad. Deadwood. Yep. Wow. All around amazing fucking cast. It's such a good movie. And people knock the shit out of it for being a flood and for being the thing that bankrupted George Lucas. Now, mm-hmm. when this movie came out, it was such a failure that it bankrupted George Lucas, who was still making money from fucking Star Wars because he put so much money in, into this film. So what he had to do is he had to sell off the Skywalker Ranches Industrial Light and Magic animation wing. And what did that become, Daniel? Pixar. It became Pixar. Yeah. And what's Pixar? And that's that's why like uh, Steve Jobs owned a piece of it back yeah. when it sold. He sure did. Because he bought it from George. <laughs> so without that, there's no Pixar. And Pixar right now, for the first time, is looking for a transgender actress for a new film they're working on. Mm. Uh, they want an actual transgender transgender actress Word. to play a 14 year old transgender girl. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like. Think of, like, all the steps we had to get here to get, like, the number one animation studio yeah, to, like, find something like this. And it's all because of Howard the Duck in the same way that Lucille Ball made Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Howard the Duck's uh, plot is very much a stretch and it has no timing. But this movie was so important to me when I was a kid. And if you have any good feelings, go buy this movie on 4K because there are giant vagina monsters in it. There's almost some bestiality. There's duck boobs. (laughs) There is the best. And I brought this up before. The best song ever created for a fictional band in history is in this movie. Hunger City by Cherry Bomb. And again, Leah Thompson is actually singing these songs. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes me so fucking that. At the end, he plays a little bitty guitar. Oh, it's so adorable. He does a duck walk on stage. Oh, everything. This movie is like, like, get a little stone. Take your Delta 8 or your Delta 9. Get fucking stoned and watch this movie. That's it. I have one more news to lighten the moods, too. I got two this week because I thought this was pretty cool. James Cameron. Mm Mm-hmm. 
in the middle of you know filming his 17 Avatar sequels, uh, <laughs> sat down for an interview and was asked uh, what he thinks about Avatar becoming the number one movie ever made again. And this was his answer. Everyone makes a big deal out of the box office battle, but the truth is what we really need to focus on is getting back to theaters. Hopefully we can still have movies like that, Endgame and Avatar and the big Marvel movies and all that movies, and are still be able to make one billion or two billions, uh, and hopefully still have them in the theaters. And I thought that was pretty... Now yeah. again, he's coming from a place of privilege where he's making billions of <laughs> yeah. dollars. Yeah. But I like that that is Yeah, answer... he was given billions of dollars to make four movies sure. simultaneously that are expected to bring in billions of but dollars. At the but... same time, it warms my heart that his answer is... Yeah. Don't worry about keeping movie theaters open. Also, James, why don't you give us some money to keep some movie theaters open then? Why (laughs) why don't you you give uh, Draft House and Regal some money? How about that? Yeah. How about you put all that money where the mouth is? Yeah. But thanks for Titanic. Raise my AMC stock a little. (laughs) Yeah. You're not fucking kidding. Plus 30 bucks on this son of a bitch. Right. I need that 30 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. That 30 bucks to buy the Howard the Duck Blu ray. (laughs) I really do. Although now I only need 25 because we had a new Patreon supporter. So I'll remind everyone bloomsandmoonlight.com. Hell yeah. Go get an enamel pin of a macaroon. I love macaroons. Yeah. I do. I do. I've tried making them uh, twice, <laughs> and I have failed miserably both times. Yeah, so turns now, out they're real hard to make. <laughs> yes, and I gotta go to the Mueller Farmers Market and spend three bucks a piece for them. Yeah, but yeah. The, it turns out price is justified. It really is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Baby Yoda eats them. Mm-hmm. Macarons. That's all you got. Anything else this week, Dan? That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you so much to everyone listening. You can. Sh- uh, I lost my place in the notes. I actually don't. <laughs> get some you. enamel pins. Get some enamel pins. I gotta start thinking of a macaroon shit. Lamb base. I thought I came up with a word and I was wrong. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thank you, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, or criticisms or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. If you want us to plug your website or anything for the next month, go on to patreon.com slash 5x5themovies. Uh, give, give us a fin. Yeah. Give us a little money and then we'll, we'll hit you back. Word. Uh, you can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the 5x5 Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! 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 Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.